Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Coogan Cassius for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I don't know where he is in the world because I never know where he is in the world. International man of mystery. International man of mystery. Palace Howland. How are you, mate? Very well, Coogan. How are you? How are you, Father? It's our first post-Minan birth interview. So I'm going to see whether you're wiser today, whether you're more knowledgeable today. But as always, I'm very excited to be talking to you. And congratulations again. I know I've sent you many congratulation notes, but uh, um, it's a wonderful thing, isn't it? Being a father. Absolutely. Definitely, definitely the longest, uh, the, the best achievements I've had on planet Earth. Not so much, but um... I will echo those thoughts today. Yes, I will. I can finally echo those thoughts of uh, joining this elusive gang that everyone always tells me about. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. Um, first of all, thank you for your uh, wishes. Second of all, commiserations uh, being beaten by the best team in London last Sunday. So I thought I'd get away with I mean, this is a boxing discussion, not a football discussion. No, no, I think we did, yeah. a, we did a similar, I did rub it in on the last time we did a piece around a similar time. Let's not forget, there's, there's a home and away game, right? The home game, we won 2-0 and you scrapped it through with a 2-1 against 10 men on, uh, on Sunday. So, let's call it 3-2 on aggregate, still the Kings, still the undisputed kings of North London. Was it five years since you finished above us in the league? No, it ain't five years. It's five years. It's, it's five years. years and it'll be six years this year, won't it? Four years. Um, so, anyways, we're in the cup final. We're in that big cup final. We're in the Europa League. Things are rocky and Jose's going to buy the whole of the Italian national team defence this summer. I've heard we've got Mbappé coming along. You know, probably take Obermeyer off your hands as well. Sky's the limit. Good luck with that. 
Good luck with both of those things. <laughs> um, Kala, uh, boxing seems to be in uh, full flow at the moment. Um, obviously, shows are back now, still without a crowd, but we, we, we're optimistic at some point uh, in the summer or whenever that certain fans will obviously be allowed back in. But other than that, boxing has continued. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about kind of a few different things today. Um, I, I really want to start with kind of the news over the last 48 hours that this Fury-AJ fight's been been signed now from the, all the relevant parties, which some people have been a bit sceptical about because they're saying it's signed, but there's no date and venue. So technically, is there a fight, etc.? spoke to Eddie Hearn yesterday. He's very optimistic that this does happen. He said the hardest part of the fight has now been done. So do you well, want to fights when there's I, no dates and venues? Listen, I... You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a special fight, so we should all be excited, whether you're involved in any shape or form, whether you're just a fan watching, uh, which I'll be. Um, I think that it's a big step. It's a big step what they've, they've done is to, to sign this document. You mustn't forget that that document isn't just the fighters agreeing and their advisors and people agreeing. That is also the networks linked to them agreeing. So... That's obviously, a, that's a massive, massive hurdle to overcome. I don't know what's in that document. Have they decided on ring size? Have they decided on ring walks? Things like that. We don't, we, we're not party to that information. Uh, what I've heard is that it is, it is a very detailed document, um, leaving just the venue. Um, that then is a massive, massive obstacle that's been overcome. But... There is, you know, there's numbers flying about at the moment, which, you know, they're not even telephone numbers. They're more like, you know, I don't know serial code numbers, I'd say, um, in terms of what's going to be earned in this fight. And that's, you know, it's not, that's not a given. That's based on, that's based mainly on, on, on television pay-per-view sales, on, on, on media deals. But of course, it's based on a massive site deal. And... It is one hell of a fight, though. Yeah, And, you know, I think everyone in the industry has heard the numbers that have been paid on certain events in the past. Everyone's looking at, obviously, towards Saudi Arabia. You know, and it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, very, it's a very simple place to put on a fight. Um, we were the first promoters down in Saudi Arabia um, putting on a fight, and it's an excellent, excellent organisation down there. So from that point of view, that's all good. But at the end of the day, it's going to be all about where the dollars are. And, you know, I, 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 I have always an optimistic view on things. I think that the UK in particular will be up and flying in the summer. Uh, we're planning a big stadium show, some stage in the summer. Team Southland is. Um, I, think there's, I think there's other good indicators of things coming back. I saw that they're pushing for um, a big deal or big, big stadium deal uh, around the Billy Joe Canelo fight. So, you know, you see in the States, I don't know the States you can never work out in what states are doing what in, in the United States, but it seems to be heading in a, in a positive way. You know, the countries where you see the vaccine taking up, there's, you know, the numbers just seem to be dramatically dropping. I mean, dramatically, if you look at where it's coming from. But we're not here to talk about corona numbers. We're talking about what what the poss possibilities are. And that fight feels stated all over the world. It's just a question of 
do they get a deal done in 30 days? Let's, let's look at it realistically, though. Everyone in that deal wants to do it, get it done. So the talk of it's got to be in 30 days. It's not like a countdown. You know, if it's 32 days, it's 32 days. If it's 22 days, it's 22 days. I don't believe that in 30 days, everyone's going to stand up and walk away from the table because it takes maybe a week longer. So, um, you know, I, I think it's, a, it's great news for boxing. It's great news for the sport. I think the heavyweights are in such an exciting place, not just those two. You know, you've got great fights coming up. You've got Hergovic Hunter in the making. You've got uh, White, Povetkin, too. You've got, um, oh, actually, Povetkin, White, really. It should be billed as, I saw, saw his build, it was White, Povetkin. I thought it was always the, 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 the victor of the last one, really, to go first. But um, then you've got, uh, Chisora Parker apparently going to be announced shortly big fight as well great interesting fight that one um, wasn't too impressed with Parker against Far. Um, I was impressed by the by the whole event down there I must say I thought it looked very good I thought the zone did a fantastic job and the local promoters down there did a great job as well on staging it um, but the fight itself was a bit of a letdown but Parker I think I think he's going to he's going to have his work cut out with Delboy. Um, if Delboy's form continues to find a resurgence in his twilight years, you know, um, I think David Hayes is an excellent influence there. So you see the heavyweights all over. Jo- jo- Joyce Uzik, another one. You know, so yeah, this is massive for the sport. But everything that comes down off that on the heavyweights is 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 fantastic. You know, it's fantastic to see. Um, and there's, some, there's going to be some four or five great heavyweight fights made by the end of the summer, you know, and that's that's super, super for the whole sport. Um, Kala, can you give us an update on the situation with Hunter and Hergovic when that could possibly take place? I think it's, it's you know, with the IBF, it's a, it's a pretty strict timeline, sort of May, June, um, negotiations ongoing with Hunter seems to be some moving targets there. Um, but ultimately, if there's no deal, it goes to a purse bid. So the fight's on, you know. Um, Hergovic is already in camp, firing on all cylinders. El Animal calling every day, asking for a date, you know. Um, keen, to, keen to get business done, you know. It's a fantastic fight. Very, very interesting fight. Where's it likely to take place? I think, I mean, I think it's, you know, uh, we're obviously obligated to the zone. Um, you know, so I think we'll be on a show in the States, um, sit down with our partners at Matchroom, discuss that. But it will be, um, it will be in, the, be in the States, I would imagine, if, if we're in control. And listen, Perspid, think about Perspid, you don't know, it might be in Siberia. But um, I, would, I would guess, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, I'd... Uh, I'd guess it's in there. It'll be in the States. Okay. Um, now, we understand that... Uh, I say we, like me. I've heard. <laughs> um, I've read, basically, from your uh, tweets, etc. that there's an announcement regarding Chris Eubanks' next fight, which should be announced within the next 48 hours. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, something that I think we'll be putting out later on this week. You know, we've said... The, the plan for this year is three fights. Um, looking at 
we're looking at first uh, of May. We're looking at a fight in the UK, and um, that's something that we hope to announce this week. You know, it's you know, like we said, it, he's, he's past the stage of tune-ups, but he has been out of the ring a long time, so it's going to be a fight to match at a level where he's definitely going to have the opportunity to shake some rust off at the same time. You know, we've got a, we've got an obligation to, to bring him back on the big stage. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a tricky one to match, you know? So what we're thinking is something um, without giving too much away, um, an all British fight, um, you know, fight maybe someone on the, on the, on the, let's say the, not the world stage, but someone who wants to get to that world stage where Chris is. Um, so it's going to be it's going to be a tough matchup. It's it's going to you know it's going to be a, a a way that we have a he can make a statement also. Um, you know, if all things go well, uh, make a great statement to 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 put on those big big fights uh, this year. That's that's the key. You know, it's uh, it's going to be. It's going to be, hopefully, we're going to find a, a right opponent and that will be announced end of this week. So you mentioned May the 1st there. Obviously, Eddie Hearn has previously stated in interviews that he had a plan to put um, Chris Eubank on his May the 1st card, which we are assuming, without any confirmation from Eddie yesterday or whenever, that it will be Chisora Parker. So... Are we along the right lines there? Of well, it's, it's certainly something that we're discussing. Um, be a big coincidence if it weren't on that card, would it? <laughs> so, no, I'm just so going from what the, Eddie. No, I mean, that's all. Once again, your uh, your relation to Sherlock Holmes uh, comes to the forefront here, Coogan. Absolutely, you could be right. Um, I can't say more than that at the moment, but no, I mean. You know, it'd be fantastic, obviously, to be to be straight back on a on a pay per view card in the UK. Like I said, it's it's been it's been uh, it's been over two years since that fantastic performance against James DeGale. So, you know, it's we want to come back with a bang, yeah, and um, that will be a great platform to do it on if that's what we do. If. If, if. All right, well, we'll I won't... Too many ifs there. Sorry, Coog, you know? No, I'll, I'll just say I'll wait for the official announcement of uh, Chris's next fight, where and when that will take place. Which, of course, we will be doing with you as well. Obviously, obviously, obviously. Um, any updates to give us about the, the World Boxing Super Series? Yeah, um, not, not, not in terms of weights and weight classes just that the, the situation obviously with uh, the corona pandemic time i mean you know we've, we're analyzing the whole time when the best place to stage it is and and i think we're getting closer now to to a start date you know without giving too much away that's always a board decision not my decision um but it's a fantastic team who's working the whole time at it and you know once again it's, it's not putting on an event so it's, it's a lot different to saying, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll go in now in the summer and we'll do that. This is about putting on a, a whole whole stage show over a season. So um, it's such a fantastic team. They're putting together something really, really special again. Um, 
so yeah as soon as we're ready we'll, we'll make that announcement but it's, it's moving the whole time unfortunately it's been moving a lot in zigzags because we're adapting to the different things that are happening you know it's uh, if you would have looked at the picture at the end of December when we were looking at it it was like you know the UK 65,000 cases a day you know Central Europe was was down at about five or six thousand and now the whole t- tides are turning you know um, you know it's, 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 it's really a really a tricky one and it's something that we really want to open up again you know but if we plan it on on safety alone, of not in terms of even safety for for the public, which of course is always the first most important thing, but in terms of planning over a season, you'd have to probably go with a with a complete studio approach to it at the moment still, until we've seen events back in Europe which have you know which have continued for for months. Don't forget this will continue over a, a ten to twelve month period of the season. So it's very, it's a very different approach to a normal to a normal event. So, you know, it's a it's a moving target, but it's uh, uh, it's something that's going to be very exciting when it comes. Kala, mm. I just want to revisit Chris Eubank again because I forgot to ask something. There was a lot of talk about a month ago about the, the possibility of, of Eubank fighting Kell Brook. We know that's not a fight, obviously realistic for that potential date of May the first, but. Has there been any actual talk with Team Brook regarding a fight with with Kel and no. no, no, there there hasn't been, and for one reason, it's it's just that little bit too early, um, because it's it's a fight that would need a good crowd, um, and you know it, it's one that has created one hell of a reaction. Not all positive, by the way. A lot of people saying. Ah, you can't do that. It's you know, it's wrong fight. It's this, that, and the other. Brooks, different weight class. Listen, once again, I'm I'm talking for someone. Maybe I'm talking out of place. But looking from the outside, Brooks been killing himself to make weight for the last few years. Yeah, so you know, he had a he had a very very strong. Um, very strong opponent last time around. I th- I feel that he he. he he, he would be better at a bigger weight, but um, you know that's something that they that, that's that's their 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 call to make at the time. I think we'll definitely we'll definitely make an offer, and it will probably be pretty quick after the next fight. But at the same time, to make a, a feasible offer, something that would would tempt them to take the fight, it has to have the economics on side, and the economics involve involve a stadium. You know, it's a big fight. It's a is big U5 fight. Sorry, Cal, is that the plan then? If uh, obviously Chris comes through uh, his next fight, you're going to chuck in an offer to... Yeah, to... yeah I mean, will be, will be one one path we'll be looking at. Yeah, and there will certainly will be, there will be an offer made. Um, I can say that now. Yeah, we'll definitely be making an offer because I think it's a fantastic fight. Mm-hmm. Um but there'll also be, be other roads we have to look down, you know. Boxing, you can't always focus on the one thing. I mean, it's it's an idea that's come out of nothing. Um, it's one, but it's it's a weight class, the middleweights, which throws up so many different um, different things. You know, we had a discussion last week uh, with Golden Boy about Mongolia. Um, we've been in discussions with Murata. You know, there's... And it's obviously a triple G discussion to be had, you know. Um, 
So there's, there's lots of lots of angles out there, you know. Let's see what happens in the Canelo Billy Joe fight, you know. Let's see what happens in that fight. Just, uh, I mean, we can continue on with that. Obviously, Billy Joe's fight. But, are, you, but you know what I'm saying? There's, there's so many options. I love the Brook fight in the UK this summer. Absolutely bang on. And we'll be in a position to make an offer for that fight. And we'll, we'll make that, that offer. And that's that the, the, the people at, uh, at Team Brook to, to look at that, you know? I think they're... They seem to have a very good team around them um, who, who have been around the sport certainly for a long time at the very top of it. So they'll be able to assess what, what that, I'm sure that they might have other offers on the table as well. So I guess they're going to have to weigh it up. I can't make a decision for them, but we will be making an offer. All right. Well, first things first, obviously we'll see what happens in his fight on uh, potentially May the 1st. First. Yeah, potentially, potentially made the first and potentially on the uh, potential Chisora Parker potentially. card. Potentially on Sky pay-per-view. Potentially. Potentially. <laughs> potentially in the UK. Not <laughs> um, a lot of potentials out there, Coop. Not potentials. Alleged's. Alleged's and uh, potentials. Good thing is those potentials are only potentials for a couple of days still. So Here we go. There we go. Um Billy Joe Canelo, yeah, that was announced a couple of weeks ago now, and uh, I think Billy Joe's doing a, a fine job of winding up the the media um, <laughs> with his, uh, I'm going to say, phantom injuries. But for all I know, they're true. I don't know, but Billy Joe's uh, coming up with all sorts at the moment. So, and a lot of people are are, are taking the bait. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw I saw some uh, some. Yeah, I saw some fun. I mean, the, the one with the um, with the apron. I must admit. Hold on, can you, can you hear that? I can hear that. Yeah, just give me a second. Hold on. Quiet. Sorry. Um. So. So, um, yeah, no, I took the, uh, where was I? Um, no, so I saw the Billy Joe one with the, uh, with the apron. And, um, you know, he, he has, a, he has, he has at times a wicked sense of humour. Um, listen, we've all seen some things that I think he's very much regretted putting out in the past. And, uh, but he, he, he does sometimes nail them as well. And, and this one. As I must say, for tongue in cheek, it was ten out of ten. Um, and it's, it's going to be one hell of a build-up, you know. And if there's anything that I thought, I think I thought that the, the, the Yilder in fight, okay, forget the fight itself, the opponent, but the show was fantastic. I mean, you know, the whole stage show and everything, you know, I thought it was might have been a little bit when the Kitsch goes for always. You knew the level of opponent, because the more fireworks that went on before the fight, you knew the shit the opponent would be. And um, unfortunately, the opponent was, yeah, we, we Eubank found him out a few years ago, and he, he was in that position um, for some reason or another. Uh, but the, when the fireworks were going off and you had this Latin superstar, who, by the way, <laughs> I submit, I saw this, this guy singing in, in, in Mexican, and I'm thinking... 
who the hell is he? Right, and this shows how I realise I'm getting old. There's a few other things that make me realise I'm getting old. Me sitting there and I'm thinking, right, well, I've got to play. I put on my Shazam, right, which I still know how to use. And I'm typing, I'm thinking, who is this guy? Is it like Ricky Martin who's made a comeback or is his son? And I'm looking at it, he's got like 99 million followers around the world. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Another level, yeah? Um, so, 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 no, it, 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 was, it, was, uh, it was a fantastic show in terms of an event, you know, and it was nice to see fans in the stadium, you know. It was, uh, it was good, yeah, it was good. But um, Billy Joe will be a completely different kettle of fish, and I think you'll get a real... Obviously, a bit real big build up, but I think I think it'll be a proper fight as well. I think it'll be a proper fight. You know, um, let's not forget Canelo has been, you know, got Golovkin fans now. So I got beaten against Golovkin as well, but he's taken one proper beating in his career, and that beating was against a technician. And now I'm not saying that Billy Joe has ever done things that Mayweather has done. He hasn't done that yet in his career. Um, Mayweather is arguably the greatest technician who's ever braced a ring. But he took the mickey out of him that night. Now, people say, oh, well, hold on, Canelo's learned and everything. Yeah, but the the blueprint, the plan to beat him is there. So from that point of view, taken, but Billy Joe knows what to do. Uh, and once again, I'm sure Canelo sharpened up the tools and everything else, but he took a proper beating that night. That fight was nine years ago as well. <laughs> yep. And then there'll be arguments I could make either way. Nine years fresher, nine years more experienced later. You know, there's, there's different ways of looking at it. I remember at the time, I tipped Canelo. I tipped, I tipped on uh, one of the Mexican channels, interviewed me, and, and they said, you know? I said, sorry, sorry, but I think, uh, I think your boy's going to do it. I, I, thought, I thought Canelo would do it that night. Um, yeah, I remember it. I remember it well. Um, it was, he couldn't get near him. So the question is, does Billy Joe just go for that tactic? You know? Is he going to box and move and, 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 and not give him a target? You know, I don't see him coming to to go toe-to-toe with him. No, I don't see that at all. No, so, I mean, what's changed a lot is Canelo has naturalised at the weight. You know, he, he, looks, uh, he looks very comfortable at that weight now. You know, very, very comfortable. And I, and I think that they've stopped looking at, you know, taking him up again and up again and up again. I think, you know, <laughs> we had... Uh, uh, Myris Breedis, the, the uh, Cruiserweight World Boxing Super Series winner, calling him out. You know, baiting him because, of course, he's, he's got this thing about going through the weights. But I think they've stopped that and they've realised he's a naturalised, he's very natural at that weight. And he looked fantastic against, against Yildirim. He's looked fantastic in his last couple of fights. But Billy Joe, I do believe, will take him into much trickier waters. What happens of that? I don't know. I think that, you know, uh, Callum, who I've worked with and promoted, um, fantastic fighter. I just felt he's, he sort of reached that pinnacle at, in the World Boxing Super Series that night in, in, in Saudi when he, when he won the final. I, I, I just think 
that since then, and sometimes it's difficult to, to motivate yourself back up. I'm not saying that the Canelo fight was necessarily not less important, but you know, he's getting paid a hell of a lot of money, you know. Um, that's where the, the, I like that thing in the World Boxing Super Series where you've got the winner's bonus, yeah. There's no winner's bonus against Canelo. Yeah, of course, your next fight's going to be more you can calculate, but it's different, you know. It's, it's a different mindset. And I just feel that, you know, I think that he didn't face the best Callum Smith. Um, and I think that, you know, with Billy Joe, it really depends which one shows up. But I'm not expecting the one that shows up, showed up to a few fights where he's really sort of failed to fire or misfired. I think we'll see a Billy Joe in there that um, is, 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 is going to give him a real run for his money as the underdog. Well, that fight is on uh, May the 8th. Uh, should have the venue confirmation um, tomorrow, I think Eddie said. So, yeah, uh, we look forward to that as well. I've got one more for you before I let you go. Have you changed your opinion since we last spoke about this person, about Jake Paul? Have you changed your opinion about him? <laughs> you always throw the Jake ball, put the ball. Why? <laughs> you always have your, you do this to me every time. No, you this throw is it the in like a last minute curveball. Like, here we are having a nice boxy chat about great fighters like Newbank, Canelo, uh, who else we mentioned, Pergovich, you know, Billy Joe. And here you come with Jake Ball, uh, Paul. Right? So. <laughs> <laughs> my opinion has not changed right and it won't change and the only thing I mean who's he fighting next day you, you were winding me up about the Mayweather thing I told you it was a load of rubbish that ain't gonna happen right now that was so, Logan Paul his brother yeah, yeah. <laughs> for me they're all one they're an exhibition fight they're still yeah, they're all one exhibition fight what is an exhibition fight I don't see an exhibi exhibition fight how can a fight, by the nature of a fight, be an exhibition? How can it be an exhibition? If you fight someone, you fight someone, huh? You know, they're going to take their heads off. So that's what a fight is. An exhibition, what is it like, you know, oh, I'll just jab you and I won't do it hard. You know, every time I've tried that when I was, when I was younger, it always ended up in a real fight. So... I don't know how that works. You know, all play fights end up into real fight. I rarely managed to play fight someone when I was a kid. It was, but listen, my opinion is still, who's he, who's he fighting? Cougar He's next? fighting Cougar. a former UFC fighter called Ben Askren. Okay. So, right. That is different. So I'm not changing my opinion on the guy. I think the guy is an absolute prank. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to change my opinion on the fight because, of course, Ben, whoever is, I'm not into UFC, so I couldn't tell you who, who Ben Ash, it's As, As, Askrim. So Ben Askrim, I don't know what he brings, right? But I can tell you it's more evenly matched than in flying Floyd Mayweather. And don't start, oh, the brothers, it wasn't, he was the brother. What do you know about the brother? What do you, what do you know about... What, what, tell me. No, no, let's have it. No, let me turn this round. Let me ask you a question, mate. Go on. So go on. What's the strengths in the ring of Logan Paul compared to Jake Paul? 
have no idea. No. Well, exactly. Tell, oh, no, let me go. Let me my, my, more simple. More simple fact. What weight is Logan Paul, and what weight is Jake Paul? One's an heavyweight and one's a cruiserweight. No, I don't know. You don't know exactly because let's face it, it's it's a it's a great gimmick. And by the way, I've got to say I thoroughly enjoyed the show on Triller with with the whole Snoop Doggy Dog commentary. I think it was fantastic, and I think the idea is genius. Yeah, and me getting wound up is the thing you want to see because. That's people. If, if I had no opinion, yeah, I wouldn't watch it. I probably will end up watching this this fight of Jake Paul because I'll get, it winds me up so much. By the way, back in the day, in in, in let's say real boxing, you watch Chris Eubank Jr. Uh, Chris Eubank Senior because he wound a lot of people up. You watched Prince Nassim because he watched wound a lot of people up. But it's, it's not about the, the mediocre. It's about splitting opinion. It's about absolutely doing, doing that. And no, my opinion has not changed on either of the polls. Yeah? My offer still stands, bare knuckle. Right? But I saw John Fury calling him out, so I better get in line. I won't be arguing with him. Um, but I'll make this, this, I'll make this uh, suggestion to John Fury. Let me have him first. And whatever's left over, you can finish off. Because if, he, if John Fury goes in first, there won't be nothing left for me. So, I don't think you know, John so. Fury was saying, I think he was talking about his boy Tommy fighting him. Oh, okay. well, either way, either, anything with a Fury behind it will walk through them like they, like they were air. Right? At least with me, it's a bit of a challenge, you know? With, in answer to your question, I'm pretty certain that they're cruiserweights. Yeah, I'm a cruiserweight. I come in. At, I come in exactly nine, just over the limit at the moment. Just, just over the limit. But I make cruiser, no problem. Do a catch weight, not an issue. But again, I think at least they're fighting something now which is semi-competitive. I'm not, Coogan, for the record. I'm not against people, whether they're YouTubers or whatever, I don't know, whatever, computer freaks, whatever, these guys, yeah, whatever they do, I'm very happy if they get away from the computer and actually put on a pair of gloves and go to the gym. So I'm not saying they shouldn't be boxing. I'm just saying they should fucking shut their mouths when they, when they, they shouldn't even speak the word Floyd Mayweather. This is blasphemy. Start walking into a church and swearing. Doesn't happen, shouldn't happen, Right. It, it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's, it's, but, it's, but it's also ridiculous. But it's winding me up. And, you know, he's doing it, he's doing it with, with Conor McGregor as well. I saw, I saw some clip my son showed me. Uh, one, of, one of the two. Uh, once again, they're both Paul for me. And to go out, even to call out Conor McGregor. Now, Conor McGregor isn't a boxer as such. We know that. He's a, he's a striker in the UFC. He's a good striker. But he's not a boxer. Yeah, I mean, once again, that was also a, a very farcical match between the two of them, uh, with him and Mayweather. And, and I just think that if they're going to do it, why don't they fight the like for like, like KSI against the Paul? Right, that was at least one on one, two guys who were novices. You know, forget the fact that they're on YouTube and whatever. Right, they fought each other, and it was 
you know, I wouldn't say it was very entertaining, but it was at least it was somewhere, you know, it was glamorized white collar, wasn't it? You know, so that's all fine. But when they start talk, taking names in, and they, you know, they'll find a bit of an insight on the intelligence, that's all. That's fair enough. Just always like to get your opinion on that. And, and I'm, I'm just very happy you are, so I can find out how knowledgeable you are on YouTube boxing. You. Not quite, not surprisingly, <laughs> there's not really a stacked history of it. The history dates back to 2019. So, um, <laughs> but in answer to your questions, I'm pretty certain they're cruiserweights. I think they're both cruiserweights. But anyway. Yeah, that fits. It fits the bill. Okay. All right, Kala, listen, we will catch up again um, when we have more news on Eubanks upon uh, whatever show this is. I can tell you something else. There's something very big, very, very big dropping in the next couple of weeks. What? Massive. Yeah, what is it to do with? I can't say more. I can't say more. Is it a fight announcement? No, can't say more. Massive. If it's not a fight announcement, is it a signing? Can't say more. Watch this space. We'll be back here on IFL. Watch this space. It's huge. It's ginormous. It's bra- it's groundbreaking. It's taking things to another level. That's all I'm saying. You go. All right. Now, got you, now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. Mm, I am thinking. Kala, Salon, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. We'll definitely catch up with you again uh, very soon. And then, uh, yeah, we look forward to kind of all these things we're talking about regarding guys you're involved with being uh, confirmed very shortly. Absolutely, Coop. Looking forward to it, mate. Stay safe. Thank you very much, Callis Allen. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.